You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. talking about the eagles the eagles in the room i have ben flying high and adam Soar. <laughs> the eagles is a debut studio album by the band of the same name it re- was released on june 1st 1972 on asylum records the producer was glenn johns and the genre is country rock folk rock and rock and roll and uh from all music review will william ruleman Balance is the key element of the Eagles' self-titled debut album, a collection that consists of elements of rock and roll, folk, country, overlaid by vocal harmonies suggestive of doo-wop, the Beach Boys, and the Everly Brothers. If the group kicks up its heels on rockers like Chug All Night, Nightingale, and Trine, it is equally convincing on ballads like Most of Us Are Sad and The Train Leaves Here This Morning. The album is also balanced among its members who trade off the lead vocal chores and divide the songwriting such that Glenn Frey, Bernie Lennon, and Randy Miser all get three writing or co-writing credits. The album's overall balance is worth keeping in mind because it produced three top 40 hit singles that do not reflect that balance. Take It Easy and Peaceful Easy Feeling are similarly sounding mid-tempo folk rock tunes sung by Frey that express the same sort of laid-back philosophy as indicated by the word easy in both titles, while Witchy Woman, a Henley vocal and co-composed, initiates the band's career-long examination of supernaturally evil females. <laughs> the complete album from which they come belongs as much to Ludden's country-steeped playing and singing as it does to Miser's melodic rock and roll feel, which made it seem like it was more consistent and varied on its release before the singles had become overtly familiar. All right, what do we think of the Eagles' self-titled record? I think it's pretty good. Yeah? Um, no I'm, enthusiasm? Just pretty good? There are songs yeah. that, I, that I really like. I think for a first record, it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, I, I think walking into this one, I'm just going to generalize and assume that no one from our group would consider themselves an Eagles fan. Yeah. I'm not that, an Eagles fan per se. I Yeah, my impression of them has... Like most of my friends and pretty much like everyone I know thinks just like they sort of epitomize not cool rock and roll. And so I've always sort of stood on the other side saying, you know what? You don't have to put on an Eagles record and like jam this out all the time. But like at least take take the good songs and enjoy them because like, I mean, that album opens with Take It Easy. It's a great song. It's a banger. It's, it's got like a bit of a Tom Petty vibe. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. The things I like about Tom Petty, I like about this, you know? I could see that on a playlist where you, you know, you're just like listening to kind of chill 70s 
simple rock that's just pleasant. Like, yeah. I get that. Like, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> I was going to say, when I re-listened to this album, it blew my mind how clean and how produced, like, the, the production, the harmonies yeah. were, like, spot on. Like, you know, pitch perfect. It sounds pro. It's they, so pro. They tried very hard to get Glenn Johns to do it. Uh, yeah. I believe Glenn Fry was a fan of his work, and he told Geffen, yeah, they had just signed with Geffen, he told Geffen he wanted uh, Glenn Johns to do it. So they flew uh, Johns out to Colorado to see a, an Eagles show in Boulder, and... Glenn Johns did was not feeling it, did not like it. So, uh, like a few weeks later, they 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 got him out again. This time to like their rehearsal space in L.A. And again, he just did not like that Eagles vibe. But then after that, he heard, uh, let's see, uh, he heard them uh, play in "Take the Devil" and he, the the harmonies, and he latched onto that harmonies part. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll do this project," and like, and we're going to focus on that. Like that's. That's your angle. So, uh, yeah, it's cool. When you're saying, when you're saying like, uh, the production and the harmonies and stuff, it was very much intentional on, uh, yeah, that, that first like opening strum is just that, that guitar tone, you know, how, how they're presented is definitely a win. Glenn Johns did what other records remind me? Uh, let me look it up. Okay. He has done Uh, so many records. (laughs) I got it for you. Thanks. No this is the era where I don't know the producers as well, but like yeah. I'd like to know more. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I wasn't familiar with his name. I, I just clicked on the let's just, hyperlink. <laughs> let's just do the the tops here: Rolling Stones, The Who, Small Faces, uh, oh. Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, Eagles, Fairport Convention. Wait, what Beatles did he do? I thought that was all George Martin. Uh, Eric Clapton, The Clash. Um, Whoa! Uh, it says he's associated with okay. those acts, so okay. so maybe. It just sounds like Not he everything. like was Mr. Rock and Roll. A man about town. Yeah. Uh, That's he, so funny that like being, you know, we were born basically a little less than a decade after this came out. So it's like just not having quite the this kind of information. It's like we know the records. Yeah. We don't know the producers and the like the figures. You right. Know? And right. that and that Behind is the scenes. Yeah, it's just funny how you like So we've arrived at Chugging All Night. <laughs> oh, do a little chugging, let's and talk, maybe then we're gonna do a little hugging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do okay? To me, on this record, it felt uh, the reason I wanted to read this review is it felt it did feel like there was this country tinged Eagles, and you know, witchy woman is somewhere in this like weird spectrum, and then there's the like rock and roll. Yeah, quote. They don't rock well. They they emphasize a lot on the roll. <laughs> like rock of rock and roll. It's like the yeah. throwback, right? Of the sort of like Jerry Lee Lewis-y kind of uh they, I don't know what they're going roll. for, but they're not doing it's it. It's not working. It's not working. Yeah, this song is very, very it, silly. It's like a throwaway Bob Seeger track. It sounds like Yeah. Which like per, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not but trying I, to I don't know. I dog, like I I'm not trying to dog the Motor City Madman. Yeah, don't, oh, that's don't me, dog but, uh, Bob Seeger. I'm just saying, like, yeah. it sounds like a track that he would be like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, yeah. And he yeah. has, like, he has, like, a lot of great songs. He's got a lot of dumb songs. And, like, you know, that's rock and roll. Like, rock and roll is trying to write, like, fun, silly songs and hope that, like, it's, like, just dumb enough to be fun but not stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this, like, this Chug is- All Night, musically, sonically, 
and delivery wise, it sounds like the type of song that like Jesse and the Rippers would play on Full House. Oh, I was gonna say a South Park song. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like, yeah. This is how a rock and roll song goes, yeah. right, guys? Yeah, it seems like someone. <laughs> I'm just imagining someone like in the studio is like, we gotta fill this this thing out. Let's just come up with something if, in like ten minutes. Yeah, and they're just if like he was drinking. Singing, yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> if he was singing an octave higher, it might work. Yeah. I, mean, I will say, like, if if, if this was like Brian oh, Johnson oh, singing it, just like I do believe we can chug all night. <laughs> yeah, it's like that might actually work because he's. It's just kind of a lazy song, and the and the uh, the delivery is kind of lazy. And yeah, it doesn't like, get me excited. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like when I hear a song about drinking yeah. and like getting down, I want to be like excited. Yeah, it's it's kind of sleepy. And this just <laughs> like, kind of even, like, even mm. the rhymes are lazy. Like yeah, hug all night after yeah. chug all night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Just yeah. add another one. Do drugs all night. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all night. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think the the metaphors are like childish and uh the song is goofy and sleepy just, what, what did you guys do last night oh man we got crazy we drank so many beers and then we hugged all <laughs> night long that's how the eagles rock I mean, and but i do think that that's like this is the reason why why rockers and punk rockers are you know are just like the eagles you right. know? and like it's yeah. songs like that and i get it that like it's hard to write a song as good as Take It Easy, and, like, you can't... Especially without the help of Jackson Brown. Oh, did he write that one? Yeah. He started it, and Glenn Fry finished it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I guess my point just being, um, they can't... It's hard to do ten tracks that are just smoking. But right. Like, um, Not everybody can be the Flying Burrito Brothers. I mean... <laughs> Not everybody can play rock and roll, I guess. Yeah. Well... That's for sure. Yeah. I, I mentioned them because I feel like they are they're a band that sort of have the two elements combined that the Eagles then kind of split in mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. of being like, okay, well this song is clearly just a country song like country folk and this yeah. or country rock and then this I, one is the song, a rock and roll. Were the Eagles for in my personal preferences and opinions, the Eagles songs that cause the asterisks next to my claim of not really digging the Eagles, uh, the songs where they really work are where they do combine like the rock and roll and the, like Take It Easy, uh, Already Gone yeah. as a banger. That's a great song. That might be the end of the list. I, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I can't yeah, remember. Is Already K- Gone on this one? No, no. no. What's the, I thought uh, what Peaceful Easy K- Feeling Peaceful is. Easy Feeling. Yeah, yeah. Which Wait, is... Which I don't think... It, like, that it, is Already Gone, right? It's like the same song, if I recall. Already so, Gone, I think, really uh, ri- uh, rips more. Yeah, but peaceful easy feelings more. Yeah, peaceful and easy. Yeah, how do you yeah. feel about that one? Um, I like it more than some of the the real wet sandwiches of the album, but I don't like it as much as like, it's not on the same tier as like Take It Easy yeah. for me. Yeah, I think I think I, it, I this, think I might like it more. Oh, mm, yeah? To tell you the truth, yeah, I think this record's challenging because it's um obviously a very competent record. It's like it's sung well. It's got variety. Um, it's got at least an incredible opener. I just, I, th- I think it's, you got to give them that. I don't know that if you put this record on for people who don't like the Eagles, if it would ever convert them. No. You might get them, you might get them on board to like give a couple songs a chance. But, right. Um, um, I, it, 
Yeah, and to me, they represent. It's it like, feels like I have to pick around the like bad songs. You know, it's, it's like that yeah. chugging all night. It's like, oh, I can yeah. I please it's, just get this? Yeah, it it, it, it kind of stinks up the joint. Yeah, <laughs> it you does. Know? And I like the other songs. That's. think the thing that when i would hear the songs that were really lame that were either like i love the the write-up saying like supernaturally evil women I, that's something <laughs> i definitely noticed was like there's these songs about like just the women the woman hating in these songs or like the sensitive overly sensitive uh patriarchal man child uh perspective in them it's it's up there you know, the, like the guys in these songs are really pathetic. And it, it reminded me, like, basically my first impression of the Eagles is these are not cool guys. Like, <laughs> like these are not, you know what I mean? Like, these are guys that are like, they're not the guys that I, that I'm interested in hanging out with or yeah. emulating. You yeah. know, like, yeah. the, just not like if they write a few songs I like, I will mm-hmm. happily enjoy them. But it's like it's not like when you see a band and you're just like, damn, like yeah. what a bunch of badasses, or you know, or like you, where you just admire them. Yeah. No one says chug all night, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that's worth some advice because um, this is like the epitome of dad rock for people our generation. Yeah. Like this I've... is what like the not cool dad is listening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, y'all yeah. ever notice that take it easy is kind of a banger, but take it to the limit is most definitely not. <laughs> what do you think it would like, be? Take it to the limit's like, that's that's some pretty weak tea. Yeah. yeah. But take it easy yeah. is like, it's kind of like, that's as heavy as the Eagles get. When that, like, <laughs> when that banjo comes in, it's Dude, that just double like, time banjo? It's just ripping fast. It's really cool. And like, it's like, banjo guy's not taking it easy. <laughs> <laughs> that was another uh, 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 Glenn John's suggestion for a uh, uh, banjoist wow. uh, Bernie Ledon. Or lead on, who is a burrito brother. Yeah. Oh, uh, exactly. For, for him to take it double time. Yep. Apparently everyone like looked at him with like big moon eyes, like, you what? Yeah. But then they did it and like, oh no, it actually it's good. It, it's actually, I think, one of the most powerful moments of the song. Mm-hmm. For so, sure. And certainly then the album. It kicks it into a new gear. It just when it comes in, you know? Yeah, it just it gets exciting. That kind of choice I think is so interesting. And that's where the producer becomes so valuable to to give you a fresh feeling in a song. Cause I think this is something that uh, it's going to come up certainly in the next couple of weeks is how do you make something that's three, four minutes long that naturally has to repeat versus choruses, etc. How do you keep it fresh and exciting? You know, there are those songs that, and you know, you probably can think of one, but there are those songs that you could just listen to forever or you like, there are songs that I'll loop because I don't want, the feeling of that song to end, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the the producer can just do so much 
with with making that an exciting moment. I, I feel like the production on this album is taking this band that I don't care about and uh, making yeah. it much more exciting than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amazing. We're listening to Nightingale right now, and I found those some of those uh, chord changes interesting. Like the the chorus chord changes are not uh, typical, you know, rock uh, changes, and it kind of it I don't know, kind of brought me brought me into the song. It just felt felt better. It's it's mad decent. Yeah, yeah, mad decent. Mad. That's, that's <laughs> the Eagles. Nice. Uh, so Glenn Johns. Uh, although I did uh, say, uh, sorry, I did say, take the devil sounds like the Kurt Russell demos. It oh. is awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. It just occurred to me that Kurt Russell is probably like, yeah, I think yeah. listening to those demos that he made. If you haven't heard folks look up <laughs> Kurt Russell demos, they are one of my favorite musical achievements in the history of time. Uh. <laughs> Uh, sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, so Glenn Johns uh, instituted a no drugs or alcohol rule when he was recording them. Uh, Glenn Fry was very bummed. Don Henley was not. So uh, that's one thing. Apparently they're all on peyote, though, when they took yeah. the cover photo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so so the- even the photographer, <laughs> they're all just out in Joshua Tree doing so peyote. Originally, the original intent for this cover was it to f- gatefold twice into a four panel yeah. big poster. And what we know as like the, the front cover of this album is the top right corner. So it was going to open up and then it was going to fold down. Uh, David Geffen thought that was a dumb idea and that people wouldn't get it and that they'd be confused. So he glued the top and bottom together. So it's only a single gatefold now which makes the picture of the eagles that's on the inside, you can't even open it, but it's upside down because it was intended to fold down. So, yeah, it's just a glued shut upside down picture of the eagles so sitting weird. in Joshua Tree on, on, on peyote. It's so weird. <laughs> Those kind of choices are so strange. A lot of this album, too, I was like, I just have to point out like things like peaceful, easy feeling like the vocals on that, the vocal delivery, like there's no auto tune there. It doesn't have that sort of like it has a bit of like uh, unevenness, which is really rewarding. That's where the soul's at. I know. Exactly. So I just felt like we just don't get that anymore. I've listened to, you know, I'll, I'll check in with like modern stuff and that sort of auto tune. I just I can hear it. Like, oh, yeah, I can absolutely, yeah. if you're, and I think that that's sort of a nightmare for people like us right now is yeah, because we can absolutely hear that stuff and it, it doesn't, it doesn't have that natural sound. It doesn't, no, leave, leave it doesn't the, sound like a real person singing. Leave the shit in there. I think yeah. the modern group that reminds me of the Eagles the most is that band Dawes. Oh yeah, you guys sure. ever listen to them? They've got some great songs. They got some stuff that I don't, doesn't do that much for me, but, um, they are super competent players, very like just like pro guys out there. They know exactly how to write a song. You know, they've got their style. But it kind of reminds me of these guys a little bit. Where I could see that. Where it's like, it's just pro, you know. It's, it's, you might not, it might not be your thing. It might not be, but like, but they're going up there and they are going to, if that's what you're into, they're going to definitely make you yeah. leave happy. Yeah. Uh, I have a 
a game, I guess, for you guys. Okay. Do you have some more before I... Uh, Witchy make... Woman was inspired by Zelda Fitzgerald. Oh, I thought that was cool, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I found it interesting in an interview who was talking about, like, the sort of uh, occult scene of the early 70s, late 60s, and how people were into a lot of, like, white magic, uh, occultism, Ouija boards, and things like that. I actually kind of like that song. It, it is not... Witchy Woman. Yeah. It's not uh, so much... At first I was like, oh, here we go with the like blaming the woman, you know, kind of song. And then I listened more about it. And it's more like a seductress sort of like song of of being like of having this sort of like power and not like a crazy woman or like. She's not a witch. Yeah. She's witchy. Exactly. Witch like like Stevie of, Nicks. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Very much a Stevie Nicks character. She's very witchy. Witchy woo-woo, as our friend would say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got uh, Eagles by the Numbers. Okay, so we're going to do questions. In each question, the number will increase uh, on the next question. So okay. uh, the first one will be the the smallest number, and then it'll go up. It okay. has to be higher than the than the last. Okay. Okay. Okay, uh, Frey was in a short-lived TV show called South of Southwest. The total episode count was blank. You want multiple choice? One, 11, or 24? One. Based on the game, yeah. I was, I was going to say 11, but it's probably one. one yeah. <laughs> Only <laughs> one just episode. A, just a pilot? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the debut album was an immediate success for the young band, reaching number blank on the charts. Three... 22 or 36? Three. Three. It was 22. Uh, I was going to say 10 if we were so guessing. Not, like, it doesn't seem like... Yeah. Not a great... didn't have the momentum. Uh, in America, the greatest hits, uh, 1971 to 1975, is the best-selling album of all time, mm-hmm. according to the RIAA, mm-hmm. which certified it at blank million units in 2018. 28, 33, or 38? Wow. Any of those answers is an extraordinary number of albums. 33. 33. 38 million units. Wow. 5 million ahead of Michael Jackson's Thriller. I you know I recently read that but like those numbers are so staggering to it's me. It's amazing. That it's like yeah. cuz even, you know, just like when you see somebody break out and have a smash record you know, these days it's just not that impressive. Like yeah. you look at the Billboard charts; yeah, it's crazy. So you just don't have to sell that much, you know. Uh, the fact that it's the greatest hits, I think, should be an asterisk. Yeah, I, I do. I do find that a, a bit strange. Yeah. Uh, they were the first band to charge over blank for arena shows. Wow. I'm not going to give you a one hundred dollars. Well, tickets were so cheap back. Oh, sorry. Then. Uh, they did on their 1994 Hell Freezes Over tour. Okay. But back then, I mean, fifty dollars would be a lot for a ticket. I'm gonna say fifty. A hundred dollars. Oh, uh, that's crazy! Because like at the time, the in the Rolling Stones followed suit after yeah. they they realized uh, they could do it. Wow, that's so crazy! Because I was yeah. looking back at my '90s concert tickets, <laughs> like going to see bands like the Red Hot Chili Peppers or something, and it was like fifteen bucks. Yeah, you know, to go <laughs> at an arena, like going to see these huge or twenty bucks. It, you know, the, it was their comeback tour because they yeah. they broke up they famously broke up yeah and famously wouldn't get back together until hell froze over yeah fast forward like what 15 20 years and yeah, all it hel- takes is a hundred dollars a <laughs> ticket <laughs> the hell freezes over album yeah uh one more the band went to london where they spent two weeks recording the debut album at olympic studios the album caused 
blank thousand dollars to produce? One hundred and twenty. I don't know. Let's go with that. Sure. Okay. One hundred twenty-five thousand. Wow. Nice. You just guessed it. I was going to give you multiple well, choice, but I didn't write it right down. There. But I did read the Wikipedia. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. For a nineteen seventy-two album. That's so much money. Give out the old infa- inflation calculator. Yeah. It's probably about what a million. Yeah, it went like it went platinum uh, pretty pretty uh, pretty easily actually. Sparks fly from her fingertips Echoed voices in the night She's a restless spirit on an endless flight Ooh, witchy woman See how high she flies Ooh, witchy Well, it relied on those three singles too. Take it easy, yeah. number twelve, witchy woman, number nine, peaceful, easy feeling, number twenty-two. It just uh, and it also popular. It made this type of music like very popular. The like country 000. rock. It's been getting popular for years now, though. Like because yeah. they, they, I mean, he, they they've really, got a member of the Burrito Brothers in their band. They solid, but the Burrito Brothers were not like mainstream. I feel Birds like were. they brought it mainstream. They were, yeah, yeah. You're right. Some of that birds, but this is more focused. Yeah, into that distilled pop sensibility. It's a very it's a California sound. Oh sure, it's a radio sound. I mean, it's a radio hit yeah. sound. Yeah, so. I would almost call it a Hotel California sound. <laughs> mm. We're gonna probably get to that. I guarantee we'll <laughs> listen to some Hotel California and hear that sick timbalic. Yeah, break. the timbalic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, probably some producer's <laughs> idea. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. I did. I did find it interesting. Um, I was reading some some uh, interviews with Don Henley, uh, and, and he said, "Do you recall the first time you heard Take It Easy?" And he says, "I don't re- quote. I don't recall the first time I heard it in its basic form, but I will always remember the first time I heard it in the shimmering guitar chords into the pulse, pulsing through the big playback speakers at Olympic Studios." Uh, and he basically it's. The song's primary appeal, I think, is that it evokes a sense of motion, both musically and lyrically. The rom- romanticism of the open road, the lure of adventure and possibilities, Route sixty six, etc. And he kind of he kind of goes on to you know say about great American writers, Thomas Wolfe, Jack Kerouac, um, the sort of restlessness of American spirit. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it seemed like he kind of. Have you ever seen uh, uh, the? They call it standing on the corner park in Winslow, Arizona. Winslow, no. Winslow is a, a small town, uh, and yeah, like right downtown, uh, leaning on a lamppost is a bronze statue of like 1970s looking Glenn Fry, <laughs> and then uh, behind him on the wall is a mural. It's a uh, Adam, you can help my pronunciation. That Trump Lolio, like fool the the fool the eye. Trump Loyal is that? I'm trying to remember how you say that. I I can't remember. But uh, so it's a, it's a mural painted, but it looks like a store window with a reflection of the street in it, and in the ref, in the reflection, 
it, you, you can see a flatbed Ford driven by a blonde woman. And then above that is painted a second story window that also looks like photorealistic. And then there's an eagle sitting on the on the perch on the window. Oh, wow. That's incredible. It's pretty cool. That's amazing. Good job. Whoever came up with that. All right. What do we think of this album, though? Uh, I'm pretty neutral on it. Okay. Neutral. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's not Even enough great the, songs. Um, the hits? Well, there's not really that many hits. There's not enough. There's not enough. Um, mm. I. It's also not a sound that's like automatically what I want to hear. And in terms of like, if this yeah. is my personal opinion, like. Yeah. Getting to neutral with the Eagles is a victory for the Eagles. <laughs> and for, you know, for, for our to generation. To win me over and for, yeah. our, I think, our generation. Yeah. You know, so it's like, and I'm going to stick with sort of my philosophy about them, but maybe be a little more open-minded yeah. now. Because um, I had never heard this record. And, you know, I heard like a lot of best ofs and that sort right. of thing. Yeah. So like, yeah. I'm, I, in, the, I'm in the same boat. It, it is a win for them to get me like into the... Uh, into the neutral category and not just be like, oh, the Eagles, come on, really? Right. Uh, but yeah, those songs are great. Peaceful, Easy Feeling is a song that I would absolutely put on again and again. Take It Easy is good. Oh, I do have... And some of those others, like Nightingale, I thought was interesting. And When I was yeah. a kid uh, and went to youth group with my church-going family, the youth pastor would play Peaceful Easy Feeling on his guitar, and I think it may have ruined the song for him. Oh, no. But that checks out, you know? I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Um, There's a certain earnestness to this song uh, over Take It Easy of that sort of, like, he doesn't have those big harmonies behind him, and I find something, like, really endearing about about that. There are harmonies within the song, but I, I, I find something... In sleep with you in the desert tonight with yeah. a million stars around, like one of the best, you know, just very nice e- evocative like uh, imagery that 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 it gives you. And uh, I feel like I'm a very mild manner kind of person, and peaceful, easy feeling kind of like resonates <laughs> resonates. Yeah. You know, that sort of like you're you're centered, you're on the ground. You yeah. know, I feel like you're this not... song has a James Taylor feel. By yeah, the way. but like I just like that. yeah. A little more upbeat, like a little more like, you know, their their brand. But, you know, I will say one more thing where we're talking about generational bias for against the Eagles. We are also from the generation that when we were in high school, the Big Lebowski came out. Yeah. And I feel like that movie has done more damage (laughs) for the Eagles reputation than Uh any other movie. I can't think of a. I can't think of a movie that has trashed a band <laughs> like so memorably uh, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. just like it's funny because there's that great scene with the Gypsy Kings doing the Hotel California uh, yeah, version yeah. which is I love I love the Gypsy Kings yeah. so I, when I heard that I, I had already seen them live at that point when that movie came out and I saw it in the theater and I was like what? <laughs> it made me so happy because John Turturro just crushes but the I think that really I hear people quote that line when they're talking about the Eagles. I and I think mm-hmm. that I've always thought that it's in that movie because you expect him to be such an Eagles fan, but something has gone wrong like in his past. It's like 
It's it's just something to be like, why isn't he an Eagles yeah. fan? Because he's a Credence guy. It, well, yeah, obviously. He's had a long day, it, and he <laughs> hates the fucking Eagles, man. Yeah. That's what I love about him. <laughs> but I feel like it, it, it brings in that, like, it's more complicated, ish, you know, sort of issue. Because you think he's from, like, California. Like, right. it, it should be a natural, like, pairing with him. But something about it just But isn't, he's the isn't dude, there. like, like, you know... He's not just listening to the chill stuff like Jimmy Buffett right. and stuff. He's right. actually cool. Yeah. And like he actually has like he has an effect on people to the point that you have Sam Elliott narrating <laughs> about how great and exciting he is. So it's like he's gotta be more complex. He's gotta like stuff that's a little yeah. Yeah. more interesting. I get it. Anyway. What do you think, Ben? Of this album? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm neutral. Yeah, on I'm neutral. It. Okay. Yeah. Didn't we do this? Oh he I don't think yeah. Ben did. Oh, that's all right. I you said no, that. no, I did. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I need another drink. All right. That'll do it. Next time we'll be talking about Tim Buckley. Greetings from L.A. All right. Thanks, y'all. And I want to sleep with you in the desert tonight With a billion stars all around Cause I got a Yeah.